Countdown Till Christmas is brought to you by Princess Grams. Personalized, magical, musical greetings from your favorite characters. Learn more and send one at princessgrams.com. Welcome back, friends. It's time for our story of the day. And today's story is the last part, part three, of Toinette and the Elves by Susan Coolidge. Now, if you don't remember what happened last time, Toinette helped an elf who was in trouble. And in exchange, he helped her to become temporarily invisible. Well, Toinette, this was on Christmas Eve, and so on Christmas Day, Toinette tested out the invisibility, which was made by a fern seed that she put in her shoes. Well, she found that the people in her family didn't like her very much, and that she hadn't been very kind to them. And she had just heard a small voice inside her head, which was her conscience, saying that it believed that Toinette could be better. But we weren't sure what Toinette was going to say in response. So right now we're going to find out. So this is her conscience speaking. But you could be better and kinder if you tried, couldn't you? Said the inward voice. I think you could. Antoinette clasped her hands tight and said out loud, I could, yes, and I will. The first thing to be done was to get rid of the fern seed, which she now regarded as a hateful thing. She untied her shoes and shook it out into the grass. It dropped and seemed to melt into the air, for instantly it vanished. A mischievous laugh sounded close behind, and a beetle-green coat tail was visible, whisking under a tuft of rushes. But Toinette had had enough of the elves, and tying her shoes, took the road toward home, running with all her might. "'Where have you been all day, Toinette?' cried the children, as breathless and panting she flew in at the gate. But Toinette could not speak. She made slowly for her mother, who stood in the doorway, and flung herself into her arms, and burst into a passion of tears. "'Ma chérie, what is it? Whence hast thou come?' asked the good mother, alarmed. She lifted Toinette into her arms as she spoke, and hastened indoors. The other children followed, whispering and peeping, but the mother sent them away, and sitting down by the fire with Toinette in her lap, she rocked and hushed and comforted, as though Toinette had been again a little baby. Gradually the sobs ceased. For a while Toinette lay quiet with her head on her mother's breast. Then she wiped her wet eyes, put her hands around her mother's neck, and told her all from the very beginning, keeping not a single thing back. The dame listened with alarm. Saints protect us, she muttered, then feeling Toinette's hands and head said, Thou hast a fever. I will make thee a tisane, my darling, and thou must at once go to bed. Toinette vainly protested. To bed she went, and perhaps it was the wisest thing, 
for the warm drink threw her into a long, sound sleep. And when she woke, she was herself again, bright and well, hungry for dinner, and ready to do her usual tasks. Herself, but not quite the same Toinette that she had been before. Nobody changes from bad to better in a minute. It takes time for that, time and effort, and a long struggle with evil habits and tempers. But there is sometimes a certain minute or day in which people begin to change. And thus it was with Toinette. The fairy lesson was not lost upon her. She began to fight with herself, to watch her faults and try to conquer them. It was hard work. Often she felt discouraged, but she kept on. Week after week and month after month, she grew less selfish, kinder, more obliging than she used to be. When she failed and her old fractious temper got the better of her, she was sorry and begged everyone's pardon so humbly that they could not but forgive. The mother began to think that the elves really had bewitched her child. As for the children, they learned to love Toinette as never before and came to her with all their pains and pleasures as children should to a kind older sister. Each fresh proof of this, every kiss from Janton, every confidence from Marc, was a comfort to Toinette, for she never forgot Christmas Day and felt that no trouble was too much to wipe out that unhappy recollection. I think they like me better than they did then, she would say. But then the thought came, perhaps if I were invisible again, if they did not know I was there, I might hear something to make me feel as badly as I did that morning. These sad thoughts were part of the bitter fruit of the fairy fern seed. So, with doubts and fears, the year went by, and again it was Christmas Eve. Toinette had been asleep some hours when she was roused by a sharp tapping at the window pane. Startled and only half awake, she sat up in bed, and saw by the moonlight a tiny figure outside, which she recognized. It was Thistle, drumming with his knuckles on the glass. Let me in, cried the dry little voice. So Toinette opened the casement, and Thistle flew in and perched as before on the coverlet. Merry Christmas, my girl, he said, and a happy new year when it comes. I've brought you a present. And, dipping into a pouch tied round his waist, he pulled out a handful of something brown. Toinette knew what it was in a moment. Oh, no, she cried, shrinking back. Don't give me any fern seeds. They frighten me. I don't like them. Don't be silly, said Thistle, his voice sounding kind this time and earnest. It wasn't pleasant being invisible last year, but perhaps this year it will be. Take my advice and try it. You will not be sorry. Shan't I? said Toinette, brightening. Very well. I will then. She leaned out of bed and watched as Thistle strew the fine dust-like grains into each shoe. I'll drop in tomorrow night and just see how you like it, he said. Then with a nod, he was gone. 
The old fear came back when she woke in the morning, and she tied on her shoes with a tremble at her heart. Downstairs she stole. The first thing she saw was a wooden ship standing on her plate. Mark had made the ship, but Toinette had no idea it was for her. The little ones sat round the table with their eyes on the door, watching till Toinette should come in and be surprised. I wish she'd hurry, said Pierre, drumming on his bowl with a spoon. We all want Toinette, don't we? said the mother, smiling as she poured the hot porridge. It would be fun to see her stare, declared Mark. Toinette is jolly when she stares. Her eyes look big and her cheeks grow pink. André Bruchin thinks his sister Aline is the prettiest, but I don't. Our Toinette is ever so pretty. She is ever so nice, too, said Pierre. She's as good to play with us as a boy, he finished triumphantly. Oh, I wish my Toinette would come, said Chanton. Toinette waited no longer, but sped upstairs with glad tears in her eyes. Two minutes, and down she came, again visible this time. Her heart was light as a feather. Merry Christmas, clamored the children. The ship was presented, and Toinette was duly surprised, and so the happy day began. That night, Toinette left the window open and lay down in her clothes, for she felt, as Thistle had been so kind, she ought to receive him politely. He came at midnight, and with him all the other little men in green. Well, how was it? asked Thistle. Oh, I liked it this time, declared Toinette, with shining eyes, and I thank you so much. I'm glad you did, said the elf. And... I'm glad you are thankful, for we want you to do something for us. What can it be? inquired Toinette, wondering. You must know, went on Thistle, that there is no dainty in the world which we elves enjoy, like a bowl of fern seed broth. But it has to be cooked over a real fire. And we dare not go near fire, you know, lest our wings scorch. So we seldom get any fernseed broth. Now, Toinette, will you make us some? <laughs> Indeed I will, cried Toinette. Only you must tell me how. It is very simple, said Peascott. Only seed and honeydew stirred from left to right with a sprig of fennel. Here's the seed and the fennel. And here's the dew. Be sure to stir from the left. If you don't, it curdles, and the flavor will be spoiled. Down into the kitchen they went. And Toinette, moving very softly, quickened the fire, set on the smallest bowl she could find, and spread the doll's table with the wooden saucers which Mark had made for Janton to play with. Then she mixed and stirred as the elves bade, and when the soup was done served it to them, smoking hot. How they feasted! No bumblebee dipping into a flowery cup ever sipped and twinkled more rapturously than they did. When the last drop was eaten, they made ready to go. Each in turn kissed Toinette's hand and said a word of farewell. Thistle, 
brushed his feathered cap over the doorpost as he passed. Be lucky, house, he said, for you have received and entertained the luck bringers. And be lucky, Toinette. Good temper is good luck, and sweet words and kind looks and peace in the heart are the fairest of fortunes. See that you never lose them again, my girl. With this, he too kissed Toinette's hand, waved his feathered cap, and whirr, they all were gone, while Toinette, covering the fire with ashes and putting aside the little cups, stole up to her bed, a happy child. The End of Toinette and the Elves by Susan Coolidge I hope you enjoyed that story as much as I did. It really is one of my favorites. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please click to follow and share it with a friend. You can also leave a podcast review, which not only encourages me, it also makes a big difference to my podcast and helps others find content they would enjoy too. Did you know that our stories are part of a longer Countdown Till Christmas video series? It's available for free through my website, ashleywagnerarts.com Christmas, and on YouTube at my Ashley Wagner Arts channel. In addition to daily stories, we also decorate, learn about holiday traditions from around the world, and sing. If you'd like to follow along or read our stories on your own, you can find them and all of the illustrations collected in my book, Treasury of 10-Minute Christmas Tales. That's available through my website, ashleywagnerarts.com Christmas. And you can receive a free story when you sign up for my email list. I'll link everything in the description below. Wishing you a joyful season and a happy day. I'll see you tomorrow.